What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. (sighs) Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Wednesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. What do we got here? 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 Let's go. This is the Wells Cast yeah, with is. Wells Adams, an iHeartRadio podcast. What up? How's everyone doing? Pandemic check. Hurricanes. Multiple. Check. Forest fires. Why not? Murder hornets. Okay. I gotta be honest with you. The end of the world is a lot more f***ed up than I thought it was going to be. Slow, sad death. But here we are. Hey, listen, man. If we're going to go out, we might as well go out in style. Talking to some cool freaking people and finding out their origin story. Am I right? Pumped about today's episode, by the way. Because this woman has literally done everything, and I'm pretty sure she's just getting started. And she was born in 1997, which means, I I can't do math, but she's young. So, I mean, it's not an indictment on, like, what I've done in my career, but the sad thing is is that, like, I remember 1997 really well. So I'm old. But it's fine. She got a new single out as of August 28th called Love You Again. Dude, back in 2016 when she released her first EP, it debuted at number 19 on Billboard's new artist chart. What? Hit top 40 on Billboard's pop chart. So hard to do, by the way. But singing isn't all she's up to. You guys haven't heard of Marvel? Yeah, she's in Marvel's Cloak and Dagger. And got a new series on Freeform coming out called Cruel Summer, which, by the way, has been, well, this summer. Been quite cruel. Been kind of just tragic. It's been tragic, actually. And I don't know if you remember, but uh, yeah, she starred in Disney's series Kicking It back in the day. Her IMDb page is longer than the list of people I've given bad advice to in paradise. All right? It's quite impressive. Cannot wait to sit down and chat for a bit with the one, the only, Olivia Holt. This, my friends, is a show you don't want to miss. (laughs) 
Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get Mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make Mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Wednesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Back in the Wells cast, we have Olivia Holt on the show. Olivia, can you hear me? Hello. Oh, there she is. All right. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, now we're cooking with gas. Olivia Holt on the Wells cast. Looks like you're on stage right now. Where are you? <laughs> it totally does. I was just looking at my little icon in the corner and was like, I look like I'm about to perform just for you. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like you're about to audition for some sort of high school musical and I'm going to give you some notes and be like, let's bring it down a bit. Uh, okay, perfect. Can you hit this note? You're a little sharp earlier. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. No, I've been, I have actually been performing all day. I've been doing like an acoustic set via Zoom just for some people. And so that's why I am in a performance space. But normally I would just be at home sitting on my couch doing this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm excited to have you on the show. Uh, I'm excited to talk to you about uh, this new single, Love You Again, which is out on August 28th. Tell us about it. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really stoked. Um, this is my first song uh, this year that I'm putting out, so really excited about that. But, I mean, overall, just really excited about this this, this last couple of years because I've really just been trying to prioritize music and make it a mission of mine to really create this vision in this world where I can just have music so separate from everything else that I do and um, to just have this sort of consistency. And I feel like I've really gotten that and, and gotten the, some really incredible opportunities with working with some really amazing producers and songwriters over the last year and a half, two years. And all of it just gearing up to to love you again with rehab and then 
a song coming after that. And then I'll have a new one coming in the new year. And then following that will be my debut album, which is crazy. So really exciting stuff. Why are you trying so hard right now? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just anxious. I'm just like, I, I, I haven't been doing anything for like the last five months. So now I'm like, let's crank it out. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, good on you. I mean, it's a lot of Netflix and salsa is what's happening in my world. So I'm glad someone is, you know, put the pedal to the metal and some rubber to the pavement. So Congratulations. Okay, well, I've been doing Netflix and okay. I, and salsa and not not salsa. Unfortunately, I wish I could. I wish I could uh, agree with you on that, but no. But more recently, have I actually been doing the hustle and bustle situation? Well, it's awesome. I got to hear a little bit of uh, "Love You Again" uh, earlier in the day, and I'm loving on this tune. On this tune, tell us like uh, kind of the messaging behind it and like what you are trying to kind of invoke. Yeah. So. Um, I got sent over this track with Rehab, who I'm a really big fan of. Um, I've worked with him in the past, and he is just a really amazing producer. And I'm a fan of all of his work, not just the work that we've done in the past. But um, I heard this track, and I, I mean, immediately fell in love with it. it it's really uh, unique. You know, I, 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 I'm a sucker for dance and fun songs, so that already I was definitely drawn to, but I mean, lyrically, I felt like I related to it so much. And, um, even sonically, I felt like we kind of snuck up on everybody on this one because the lyrics definitely come from a more vulnerable place and have a little bit, um, of a darkness to it. Whereas sonically, the song is a little bit more fun. So they, um, they definitely meet each other in the middle, but I really love this track and I think it's a good summer song too. And, you know, we're, we've had quite an interesting summer. So I think, you know, it's important for all of us to just like sort of let that, let that go and to just let anything else move us and make us feel, feel alive again, you know? Yeah. So this is the first step on the journey that is the full length LP. Have you finished like the rest of the record? Do you know when all that's going to be coming out? I have not finished the rest of the record. Uh, I've done a lot of it um, and I'm really uh, proud of it. You know, I, I, I don't have, it's interesting because I feel like I've never actually had like a full layout of like what my year is going to look like in the music realm, but I kind of like that. I like just sort of being like, okay, I really am feeling this one. I want to put this one out like in the next month. And and it's great. Like, they, and then that can happen. And that's what I think so cool about this industry is like people are down to move so fast and to, um, and, and, and to really just push things out there. And I think with this record, I, that's what I really wanted. I, I haven't put out music in almost a year. And so for me, I want something that feels very, uh, feels like a body of work. And I've never had that before. I've just, I've just like dropped a couple singles here and there, which is fun. And all my singles I love, but to have like a full body of work is I I've already has just been a really special experience. And then when it's out, it's just going to make the journey feel that much more worth it. You know? Yeah. The releasing of singles is now becoming the new normal in this ever-changing landscape that is the music industry. And it's a really smart way of kind of like continuing to stay relevant or um, front of mind for your fans and for just music lovers out there. But then 
I totally get it, which is everyone wants the, this is the whole story. This is the LP with, you know, the artwork on it and uh, printing the wax and everything and having the finished project. So it seems like it's you get the best of both worlds with, yeah. with this. Mm -hmm. You're hustling and you're putting out music, but it's not the only thing you do. I mean, I would say a lot of people really know you from being on television and in movies. What do you got going on right now? <laughs> well, the acting world is kind of non-existent at the moment. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, which is a little unfortunate. Um, but at the same time, you know, I, I feel like I've I've been pretty consistently working since the age of 12. So this has been a really nice break. It's been a good pause not being able to or, or being able to just like actually chill and not have to worry about a 6 a.m. call time that's all the way across town or in a completely different state or country. So it's uh, it's been a really actually nice break. Um, I do miss it, though. I think I've been saying that I think if quarantine has taught me anything, it's that I love what I do so much because I miss it all the time. I miss being on set. I miss being around other people and having that creative um, space almost every single day of my life. But um, I, I, I am going to go work on a show. We just don't know when. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's that's the catch 22 is i i am on a show um it's called cruel summer it's going to be on freeform um but we just have we're still figuring out when we're going to shoot it it's looking like maybe it's going to be 2021 which i'm totally cool with because you know i'd rather go into it with the solidified uh covid precautions and and that way we could all just really focus on the creative part versus having to worry about everything else um but I am I'm stoked regardless whenever we shoot it. I'm, I'm it's going to be really fun. It's based in the 90s. It's a psychological thriller. Uh, so and I've never done that before. So it's going to be I think it's going to be really cool whenever we do shoot it. And I was looking at your IMDB page and it said it was filming right now, but it has production even started. No, 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 no. no OK, no. <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed to wrap our first season um, at, I think, July 7th or 8th. And we haven't even started shooting. Yeah. <laughs> like July 7th or 8th happened. And I was like, oh, my God, I was supposed to be like done shooting the first season by now. Yeah. So everything's just pushed back a little bit, which is fine. Um, gives me more time to to prepare and get ready for it. But I am anxious. Like I'm ready to start shooting. Yeah. You're going to know all those sides back to front. Like <laughs> I know. I was like, can you guys just give us all of the scripts? That way we can just yeah. be like fully prepared <laughs> with all of our lines. Yeah, you're going to you're going to film it like a Clint Eastwood movie where like you only get one take because you've had the <laughs> script for so long. Precisely. <laughs> OK, so I know that you are a busy lady, so I only got got you for a little bit of time. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to we're going to kind of dive into like what this show really is about and then all right, cool. tie it all together. OK. All right. Perfect. All right. Stick around. More from Olivia Holt right here on the Wells cast. Mother's Day is coming, and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. 
So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Wednesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. All right, back in the Wells cast, got Olivia Holt. She is on some sort of stage. I assume it's at, at the Performing Arts Center at her the local theater. The Performing Arts Center. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely on a stage. I know it's, it's such, a, such a bummer for me that these podcasts. I mean, I guess they could live in video form, but like, I would, I would love for people to be able to see what I'm looking at because it's just so. I come from the radio world, and I've been on that stage, been like, we have like 25 listeners in for like a meet and greet and like a quick acoustic song, and I, I feel like that's exactly where you are right now. No, it is. It's exactly where I am, except there's only like three other people yeah. in the room with me I in wanna, this like giant space. Yeah. I want to be like, hey, everyone, welcome to uh, 105.9 The Ride. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming and getting to meet Olivia Hold. All right, here we go. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Well, we were talking about it before, but the new single is called Love You Again, featuring Rehab. It is out uh, officially August 28th, so you can go download it and stream it and all that kind of stuff wherever the hell you buy music right now. I don't know if anyone told you kind of the idea of this show, but uh, I am kind of fascinated with how people become successful, how they got to where they are today, and what the blueprints uh, look like for you. It's funny because I, you know, we do uh, this show every week and we're always talking to really famous people. And it's interesting to me that a lot of there, there's always a common denominator between everyone. And I can't wait to hear where yours lies. So if you could, I, I know that you're running out of time, so we'll do as quickly as possible. But if you could, where did you come from? <laughs> well, when a mother and a father, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I um, grew up, I was born in Germantown, Tennessee, raised right outside of um, Memphis. And I lived there up until I was about 12 years old. I was um, obsessed with theater at a very young age, did theater in my uh, local theater in my hometown. And I took voice lessons because of it. And my voice coach for, uh, uh, for theater and introduced my family and I to this uh, world in LA that my parents 
were very foreign to, as was I. I was also, I lived in a really small town. Um, I was a gymnast for like seven years and was fully convinced that I was going to go to the Olympics. I definitely was not, I'm not even close, but I, that's what I wanted to do. You failure. And then, then, um, yeah, I, I just fell in love with, I fell in love with singing. I fell in love with acting. And when my voice coach introduced this convention out in Los Angeles to my family and I, my family was like, nah, that's sketchy. We're not doing that. He was like, no, 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 no. It's pretty legit. Um, You guys should just try it for like a week. It's where agencies come to find new talent. And so I went, I did the singing and acting portion. I ended up signing with an agent at the age of 10. And I did like a back and forth thing from my hometown outside of Memphis to LA for like two years. And then, um, I would spend my summers out in LA. And then I, when I was 12, I ended up booking a television series and it ended up moving the whole family out here. And was that kick, was that kicking it? That was kicking it. Yeah. On Disney channel. Okay. So let's rewind real quick. So you're doing theater, you're singing, you're a gymnast. Are you a cheerleader? Yeah, I was a cheerleader. Yeah. So you're doing like all the things that everyone does in the South, I feel like. I, I went, by the way, I went <laughs> no, to- No, you're right. I went to Ole Miss. I used to go to Memphis all the time, by the way. Oh, my brother goes to Ole Miss. Really? All right. Yeah. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy. Yeah. So next time we'll all go to rendezvous and get some ribs together. <laughs> Perfect. But no, like, I think that that is, that's not like the craziest story. I think that that happens a lot where there's just a lot of singing and uh, a lot of times, I guess it happens like kind of like church choir thing and the theater and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. So you have this vocal coach that I assume for your parents was a little bit of a snake oil salesman. Like, yes, come to L.A. and I will I will grant you wishes beyond your wildest dreams. Like I imagine your parents being like super apprehensive about this whole thing. Yeah, they definitely were. I mean, they were super skeptical of it. I mean, like, I mean, you know, if you grew up in the South, like it definitely you just don't. That's not reality. Like that doesn't feel like it's a dream, but like doesn't feel like that that kind of stuff can come true. So. So, and also I have an older sister and a younger brother and I mean, it just didn't like we had, we had a full on life, you know? So the idea of us going to Hollywood just didn't feel realistic. And, um, and then we, 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 we did it, but we sort of made it like a family vacation. Cause I don't think that they wanted to go just for this because if it ended up blowing up in our faces, I don't think that they wanted a trip wasted out to Los Angeles. So yeah. we ended up coming to LA and doing like a full touristy thing. We did like the the bus rides and everything around LA. You drove around like cold water. Which I'm totally ashamed to say, but also I will fully admit that. I will take that one to my grave. You were in one of those buses where they cut the top off and they drive around Laurel Canyon being like, that's Leonardo DiCaprio's Porta John right there. 100%, yes. Okay, so you go out there. So you're you're splitting time, which has got to be tough. and And then you book this Disney show and then your parents are like, let's move to Los Angeles. Like that is... That seems like that's a lot of pressure on anybody, let alone a 12-year-old. Lots of pressure. I think, I mean, it was definitely something that we, 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 we knew about, but we weren't technically prepared for. Like, my agents had said, like, hey, like, if you book something, like, you got to go and do it. And so this show shot nine months out of the year. So it only made sense that we moved there. And my family wasn't going to send me by myself. They were like, we, we were going to go. So we did do a back and forth thing for a little bit. I mean, I 
more so my, my parents, but not really me. I mean, I stayed and I've been here since I was 12. So this is, this is home now, but yeah, totally strange. Like definitely a lot of pressure and the transition from the South to Los Angeles was a complete, just like foreign experience for all of us. Was it an easy thing for your parents to do in terms of work? Yeah, my dad's, uh, my dad's in advertising. So for him, it was a little easier for him to move around. And my mom was just, you know, she's super mom. So she just takes care of the kids, but yeah, it was definitely easy. But when I say that, I mean, I was a child. I had to have a legal guardian on set with me all the time up until I was 18 years old. So, I mean, my mom sat in my dressing room for thousands of hours and my dad actually ended up getting the lot that we shot on. My dad actually ended up getting a little space on the lot. That way my mom could go. I mean, we, my mom could go and and, and help my brother with schoolwork and pick him up from school. So, I mean, we kind of made it work, but it definitely was hard. Like it wasn't an easy thing. I think, you know, it was a day by day, step by step kind of situation. And what are your siblings saying? Are they like, fuck <laughs> this chick. I was totally cool in Germantown. And like, no, what? Or are they like, hell yeah, this is cool. No, I mean, <laughs> I've got honestly the most supportive family. I feel really lucky. I don't know how they did what, I don't know how they've done everything that they've done for me because it's just been so much. And I feel like just extremely grateful. My sister, I really owe all of my, my love for what I do to her because she introduced me to acting. She introduced me to music. I mean, she is, she was the creative one in the family. And I mean, and she's crushing it on her own. She majored in cinematography and writing and is just creating really cool shit right now. But my brother, on the other hand, wants nothing to do with it. He thinks that it's really cool that like we have our thing, but he's like, nah, I don't want to. I'm cool. I I will support, but I don't want to participate. He had to do a commercial with me like three years ago and he said no. And I was like, you'll get paid. And he said, OK, <laughs> <laughs> the only only reason that he did it. But um, no, they they've I feel really lucky because my, my my whole family just really are all rock stars and so supportive. So I, I owe them my life, really. That's cool. It seems like it's like a team effort with you guys. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you finished kicking it. What happens next? I finished kicking it. The show lasted for four seasons. Um, Which is an so incredible like, run, by the way. If you get past one season, yeah. you're, you're doing great. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so we did that. I think I was maybe 15, 16 when that show ended. And then I ended up doing another show for Disney Channel for about two seasons um, called I Didn't Do It. And in between those shows, I did a Disney Channel original movie for them called Girl vs. Monster. Um, which actually kind of launched my music career because my character sang in the movie. And so I kind of started getting back into mu uh, music because of that movie. After I Didn't Do It was over, after that show ended after two seasons, I uh, was totally free for a minute. And then I ended up booking a show on Freeform with Marvel called Cloak and Dagger. Uh, and I did that show for about two years. Uh, it lasted two seasons. So, yeah, I've just I feel like television has just been kind of my world. Yeah. Disney's been good to you, it sounds like. Disney has been good to me. Yeah. Very grateful. <laughs> Don't worry. Mickey pays my bills, too. So and my fiance. <laughs> so we're Mickey is the boss. <laughs> we're, we're all on Team Mickey right now. Um, Marvel's Cloak and Dagger. You know, those Marvel fans are bonkers. Like they wildin. Yeah. Like, did, like, did you go to Comic Cons? Like, did you meet these people? Like. It, was it a completely different vibe than doing like uh, just like a regular Disney Channel show? 
just in terms of that fan base. Yeah, like light years different. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> when I would when I was on Disney Channel and I would do mean greets, I had people maybe my age, but always definitely younger who were fans of the show. Then I go to Comic-Con and it's like people are dressed up as the superhero that I played and they are also much older than I am and have been fans of this comic since it came out, which was like in the late 80s, early 90s. And so they know a lot more about it than I ever would. And it was just really impressive, honestly. I mean, I I I was blown away. And people talked about Comic-Con to me for a really long time before I went. And I definitely was not expecting what I like I didn't I did not fully prepare. I thought that I was fully prepared and I definitely was not because then I got there and I was like, oh, this is like a whole new world for me. So like, you'll do meet and greets. I'm like, yeah, I've done meet and greets before. And they're like, no, 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 no. You'll do a different kind of meet and greet. And so I met some really cool, interesting people. But it, I, when I say that when I was up on the stage and the questions that they would ask, it's like they are so like they're legend fans like they are they know they know absolutely everything things that like I did that I don't even remember that they knew and it was incredible I applaud them every single day for their knowledge in the Marvel universe yeah I've been to some comic cons and it's like it's super rad but then also borderlines on like what the fuck are you guys doing with your time like what is happening <laughs> <laughs> like you dressed up like me <laughs> What is like, or like showing tattoos of you on their, on their bodies. You're like, whoa, dude, whoa, really? Whoa. Maybe a step too far. Yeah. <laughs> Asking for like a lock of your hair. It's totally fine, guys. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so Cloak and Dagger and that finishes and then you sign on for Cruel Summer. Is that the timeline? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And you were supposed to be rap of season one and then the world started to end. <laughs> Precisely. You nailed it. What do you like better? What brings you more joy, singing or performing or like acting? I, I love both equally. I don't think they're just different, you know, and I it's interesting because I feel I feel like I I hear a lot of people answer like a lot of my my friends who are in the industry and who do both. I, I feel like I hear them answer that question a lot and they can really decide and choose. But I can't choose because they're just different. You know, with music, it's more personal. It's a space where I can actually like let down all of these preconceived barriers of who I am and and be vulnerable. And it's a space like where I can actually be my most creative self because I have more creative control because I can write it. I can make tweaks to the production. I can I can have more say, whereas in the acting world, I'm really just performing. I'm stepping into the shoes of a character that somebody else wrote. I'm breathing life into a character that other people are having an opinion on of how I, I can make as many choices as I want as an actor, but at the end of the day, there's other cooks in the kitchen who are helping you create those choices, whether that's a director or a writer or a producer coming in. So both are very collaborative processes. It just, you know, they're just different. Um, but I do love both, both, both bring me lots of joy. They're just different creative outlets okay let me ask it to you this way would you rather win an oscar or a grammy that's not fair (laughs) that's not fair both of course both (laughs) you gave me your politician answer now i want to (laughs) know 
Would I like to have both an Oscar and a Grammy up in my house? Yes, yes, I would. All right, John Legend. Let's just pump the brakes here, all right? <laughs> That's all I'm trying to be in life. <laughs> just want to get that EGOT. Listen, I get it. <laughs> my last question is, Is uh, do, you, do you foresee something down the road that combines the two, like doing some sort of Broadway show? I think... I, I have thought about that, and I, I love Broadway. Like, I love musicals. I'm here for every single one of them. I just think it would have to be the right one. I think yeah. it would have to be the right project. Something that, like, I would be, like, really stoked and passionate about. And, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But right now, I'm, like, I'm happy with what I'm doing. I'm happy, you know, creating my own my own pieces of work. But I think in the Broadway realm right now, I'm cool with just like sitting in the audience and watching them do their thing. All right. But if you want to get the EGA, you got to get the Tony. So I'm just okay. Saying. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I take it back. I take back what I said. <laughs> All right. Before I let you go, do you have time to do some rapid fire questions? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Rapid fire questions with Olivia Holt going on right now. Number one favorite pizza topping. Jeez. <laughs> favorite book. The Secret Life of Ease. Who's your first kiss? I don't remember. Oh, that's such a burn on that dude. That's a burn. What was your first concert you ever went to? Cheryl Crow. What's your biggest pet peeve? Oh, when uh, when people wear their collars up or their hoods inside out. <laughs> so what's the most famous person that you have in your phone contacts? Oh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, Renee Zellweger. That's a pretty good one. If you won an Oscar or an Emmy or a Tony or a Grammy, who would be the first person that you would thank in your speech? I'm going to combine them, but my parents. That's good. They are one. <laughs> they are one. Did you have a poster hanging on your bedroom wall as a kid? And if so, who was on it? Uh, yeah, Jesse McCartney. We had him on the show a couple weeks ago. <laughs> oh, if he comes <laughs> back, tell him I had him on my wall. Not that he didn't know who I am, but. What was the first record you ever bought? Uh, Hilary Duff Metamorphosis. Do you have a favorite flower? No. Do you have a favorite Halloween candy? Anything chocolate. Do you have a weird superstition? No. And your favorite superhero? Dagger. Duh. <laughs> I had to do that. Yeah. But it's Iron Man. It's actually Iron Man. I love him. <laughs> Don't worry. Tony I'll... Stark is life. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll cut it out. It's fine. Olivia Holt, thank you so much for being on the Wells cast. Everyone out there, go download, stream, however the hell you get music these days. It's called Love You Again featuring Rehab. Is there anything that you wanted to promote that I didn't ask you about that we can do right now? No, I don't think so. I think we're good. Where do people find you on social medias? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Olivia underscore Holt. And I think that that is it. I have a Facebook too, but it's just Olivia Holt. You don't have a TikTok? I, I'm, no, <laughs> I do, but I haven't, I haven't posted anything yet. So I suck. I'm not, I'm the worst in zero of life. You are. Olivia, <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show. You've been amazing. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right. See ya. See you. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, she is just the sweetest, right? I recorded that interview with Olivia before the song came out, which meant I couldn't play it. But now, as time has gone by, it's now available. So I thought that we should probably end the show with her new song, Love You Again, with Rehab, or at least 30 seconds of it, as to not get sued by music industry? I don't know the rules anymore. All right, here's Love You Again with Rehab, Livia Holt on the Wells Cast. Nobody Super talented, Olivia Holt. Love you again. 
at the rehab, uh, I was going through, because she mentioned Jesse McCartney, and I was like, oh, yeah, we had him on the show, you know? And then I was like, man, we've had a lot of amazing guests. So then I started kind of going through it all. Like, if you're new to this show, you really need to go back into our back catalog because there is something for everyone. Like, I realize that maybe some older listeners might not really be into the Olivia Holt episode just because they're just, like, not Gen Zers. But, like, yeah, if you are an older listener, the Brian Bumgarner episode, Kevin from The Office, that's great. The Dave Couillet episode, you know, Joey Gladstone from Full House, or Brett Michaels from Poison, Matt Eisman from Ninja Warrior, Tyler Florence from the Food Network. There's interviews for everybody. Gen Zers, the David Henry episode from Witches of Waverly Place is to this day one of my favorite episodes. That was so much fun. Court Overstreet from Glee, the aforementioned Jesse McCartney, Hunter Hayes, Lauren Elena, Lance Bass. If you're a reality TV dork, dude, Lauren and Cameron from Love is Blind, Johnny Bananas from Winning All the Challenges, me, I interviewed myself, I'm on a bunch of reality TV shows, Giannina and Damien from Love is Blind, Chris Harrison, I mean, literally, I, I mean, I don't need to pump up my own tires, but there's a lot of really cool interviews that are all over the board. So what I'm trying to say is go listen to the show guys. Also, rate and review at the uh, Apple and Play Store. That helps with the algorithm. I'm told by nerds that make more money than me that that's what needs to be done for us to uh, climb up the ranks of uh, the greatest podcast in the world. So yeah. All right, I'm going to go. I just got to take my dog to the vet, which is going to be a nightmare for everyone involved. For me, having to go over there and apologize for my dog being an ass. For the people who have to take my dog and like check him up and he's gonna freaking lose his mind he's a bloodhound that's so emotional and then of course my dog's gonna hate it too no one wins in this situation but for the past 30 minutes or so you've won because you got to listen to a cool story of Olivia Holt thank you again to uh to her for coming on the show I am out of here that was such a weird ending I'm so I don't know I'm not gonna edit though because I'm gonna get out of here okay bye Subscribe to Wells Cast on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. It's the internet. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, I <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.